1: great to be back with you folks. Thank you for taking the opportunity to tune into this broadcast and let us be part of your day. We, we certainly pray fast, uh, beg God to make a difference in your lives and that God would use us during this time to uh, just in some way uh, to make your day be a little better, to see things clearly, that that God would continue to illuminate His Word through us, and it would illuminate it for you as well. That the Holy Spirit would do a work, and so Kevin, here we are. We've been talking about it for months, but here we are opening up on a study about narcissism.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, what a uh, what an important topic to cover because we are in you know we're in a societal down downfall it seems like and with uh, with everything that's being thrown at uh at, at the genders you know i think that uh the you know the uh, emasculating of men or the de- demasculinity de- and or whatever, um, is, is at the same time causing a, a, just an explosion of this narcissism thing. And, um, and it can come from masculine men and it can come from effeminate men, oh, but yeah. it's really it
1: come from really women.
2: destructive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of these things As Kevin and I dig in. I, I think some of you may be surprised at some of these things and others are going to say, been there, done that, know that person. Some may even look in the mirror and say, I think this is me. And uh, so we really want to talk about this and what God has to say about it and uh, those tendencies that go along. So we know narcissism. Whenever we talk about narcissism, we know a couple things. And today's word of the day is narcissism. So we know it deals with vanity, self-love, Uh, uh, self-admiration, self-absorption, self-obsession, conceit, -conceit, self-conceit, self-centeredness, self-regard, egotism, arrogance. I mean, I could just keep going all day. It's everything that speaks of pride in me. It's everything that lifts us up to a place where we're higher, smarter, and better than everybody around us. That's narcissism. That's the picture of a narcissist. So as we look at this word narcissism today, I want to start by just... reading a couple verses and certainly we're going to spend a ton of time as the time goes by in second timothy but this know also that in last days perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own self covetousness boasted covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedience to parents unthankful unholy and 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 we see that all over the place and over in the prophet of joel where he says and it shall come to pass in the last days saith god i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh so god's going to pour out his spirit he's going to fix some of these things Uh, but below you know we need to remember that in these last days there's unholiness unfaithfulness uh self-centeredness arrogance placing yourself ahead of the others. You're the only one that's right. And this manifests itself in a couple ways. I'm going to let Kevin talk about narcissism. Then before the break, we're going to jump back in and talk about uh, what we're going to start with today. Brother Kevin.
2: Yeah. You know, um, there's someone in the Bible, ironically named Narcissus. It's in the new Testament there in uh, the book of Romans 16 verse 11 where it says salute Herodian, my kinsmen greet them that be at the household of Narcissus which are in the Lord so i had to do a little research on this guy narcissus because it's just right right down the line you know there's got to be a root that that we get our word narcissism from and sure enough i don't i don't know what his parents were thinking because the word means stupefy mm. or stupid and um, we get our word narcotics from this word Narc Narcissus Nar- 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 was or Narcissus was the the Greek word, but um, you know this guy uh, lived. Uh, you know he outlived his name. He exceeded what whatever they thought he would be because uh, it says his household is in the Lord. And this guy was anything but stupid. But you know narcissism really is it really is, it's, 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 it, you're, you've, you've become stupefied about how to gain favor with people. And so you take, you take these shortcuts, you know, you do the, the love bombing, or you do the gaslighting, meaning causing someone to uh, feel that it's something is their fault and you can't deal with reality. And, you know, st- stupidity could be, you know, defined as the inability to deal with reality. And so you're, you know, you just kind of go into this low gear and just chug through at your own in your own speed, your own world. But uh, yeah, narcissism is a terrible thing where it causes yeah. other people to uh, be brought down to your level. Yeah. It's just, that's,
1: awful. it's just awful. And and again, exactly what Kevin's saying, it's stupefied, but uh, these people show up everywhere in our lives and we have to be very careful. And, uh, I was looking at a, a number of people who get divorced and the number one reason for divorce is pornography or someone else into your life, dreaming things of that nature. Well, if you look at the people who are wrapped up in pornography and, 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 out to please themselves and things like that, that, the vast majority or Maybe everyone in my mind is a narcissist. Again, the arrogance, the pride, you're, uh, you know, you're not worried about your relationship and the needs of those people that you're married to or may become married to, but you're just out there taking care of yourself and how beautiful and wonderful you are. And you're dealing with the fakeness uh, and involved in the pornography business and the things of that nature. But so the first term I want to do is how narcissists come into our lives. And, and, uh, we got a few minutes before the breaks. So I want to introduce love, berm, love bombing. And it's used to describe manipul- you know, manipulation, abusive behavior, where a person showers another person. So as we look at this, they're just hitting you with excessive affection, attention, compliments in order to gain control or influence over the other person. Uh, this term is used in context of abusive relationships. We see it in cults sadly we see that in cults i've been studying a little bit on the cult of scientology a little bit on the cult of jehovah's witnesses and things of that nature and and we see people use that and it's to exert power over another so you 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 bomb them and so the goal is to target this person uh and and you're you're showing this incredible value on them and you're you're creating what the other person believes is this incredible emotional bond well i've never felt this before i had one lady tell me i had one man say i've never met anybody like this before and it, it's just they're going out of their way to make you feel like the most special wonderful uh greatest gracious uh, merciful uh you all these things they're putting out about you there i've seen the facebook posts well this person's a rock star this person's a superstar this person's the greatest person who ever lived but unfortunately well all that love bombing's going on and just about the time they hook the fish hook in your mouth to reel you in it's often or mostly followed by a change in behavior because the person or group doing a love bombing can't have you feeling so great about yourself that they can't control you so all of a sudden love bombing looks something like this and i wrote down some notes from some folks i've talked to in one particular case this lady was love bomb and then all of a sudden one day he said you know you're beautiful you're wonderful you're the greatest person i ever met but if you lost a few pounds or if you did like me and went to the gym, or if you did what I would do and watched the food you eat, and then it got worse than that. And then, well, you know, if you keep on losing weight, you know, if you were a little brighter, if you were to follow the way I do this and read the books I'm reading and, 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 you know, the, the Bible's filled with, uh, facts and verses how this is wrong and how to stay away from it in the in the book of Romans it's talking about uh, let love be without dissimulation and let love be without this hypocrisy this sincerity abhor that which is evil cleave to that which is good so it's saying let your love be uh, without this whole hypocrisy thing without this whole love bombing thing uh and so it's and it's warning us That we 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 got to stay away from this. We have to abhor that which is evil. Abhor literally means to leave, to run, to get out of there. It's more than hate, but it's also saying cleave to that which is good. Uh, You know, some of us may have got caught under this spell of narcissism, but when we come out, we got to cleave to that which is good because if we're not careful, we want to be elevated to that place of intense love bomb and to that place of feeling wonderful. A man that flattereth his neighbour spreadeth a net for his feet and he's flattering you. She's flattering you. She's trying to catch Mm -hmm. you. She's setting up the net. The net is right there that's what love bombing does that's where it's at right now and uh uh, but we got to remember that's not reality reality is this wonderful slow dating and getting to know people and friendships that are godly and bring us closer to god it's not this extreme highs and extreme lows well with that in mind listen we'll be right back we're going to let these stations do whatever they have to do with our broadcast hang with us if you can hear this, this is the time that the radio stations are actually doing what they have to do. So hang with us. And so here we are, Kevin, we look at this love bombing. And I mean, it's just, we've seen this. You and I have talked about this. Just elevating this person, constantly throwing out the compliments, constantly putting the Facebook post out there, constantly sending out the emails. You're great. You're beautiful. You're a rock star. You're the best person I've ever known. You're so gracious. You're the best cook I've ever met. And then boom.
2: Yeah. Everyone wants, Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I was going to say, but. Yeah.
2: But yeah, you know everyone wants to hear positive things. They love to hear their name, they love to hear I love you, they love to hear um you're doing good, we appreciate your value. But a narcissist is someone who manipulates people using that. And it's it's awful because, you know, we we hopefully we're all the people listening here and you and me, Doug, are we're not manipulators and we're, we're not accustomed to, you know, we weren't raised that way. We weren't raised in a narcissistic home. And so when we have, uh, when someone calls us into the office as an adult, they say we're working a job and the boss is is a narcissist. And he calls you and says, man, you're doing a great job. Um, classic example of a narcissistic boss. Was Henry Ford the second? I I read um, it's in uh, John Maxwell's book, The Twenty One Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. He does an extensive write up. Um, You know, Lee Iacocca, uh, who who used to work uh, for Ford, from from what I remember, the story uh, sat under Henry Ford the second and. He said Henry Ford had a nasty habit of getting rid of strong leaders, so he felt threatened by everyone. And what he would do is he would call people into his office, and love bomb them and say, "You're just, you are a blessing to our company. You are a great person. You're doing so well. What do you think about this other person?" So he would begin to he would love bomb them and then manipulate from there to um, distance them from another leader distance them from someone else. Ultimately, the person that he loved bombed became the target as well, because someone else would be called into his office and he would love bomb them and say, what do you think about this other person? Well, that's the guy that he had in his office earlier that morning. And this is how love bombers work. You know, a love bomber is someone who sees people as instruments and sees people as someone that, you know, I can, if I'll say I love you because it comes easy to me because I don't know what that really feels like. But I do know that it gets what I want. And um, they always know exactly what to say you know, that makes you feel deeper in love with them. And that's, you know, that magnetic personality, man, every one of us feel fall prey to, to someone who, who just has this unusual ability to make you feel good about yourself. Because I mean, life, you know, the Bible says every man will proclaim his own goodness. So if you find someone that proclaims your goodness, it's rare and it feels so good. And I'm just, uh, Brother, I'm thinking about these poor people. Probably some of them listening to this broadcast. I've been through a narcissistic situation. I've had people, I remember going to a meal, Brother Doug. Yeah. And um, there was a narcissist that entered into um, uh, uh, a social relationship uh, with me. And the circle that sat down at the table at a buffet. And we were introduced to this new person who was coming into this circle. Who had worked their way into this circle by becoming friends with some other people in the circle. They had love bombed some other people. They came in, and the, I noticed my daughter. I had a, a young daughter who who was one of the people at the table in that in that situation at that meeting, and uh, my little my little sweetheart. Uh, she was 16 or something like that, but I, I remember this individual, this newcomer, sat down on purpose across from her, and 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 looked her in the eye with and with this magnetic ability. Said, "I can tell you're a thinker," and I just remember thinking to myself, "Why would he say that? That that's not a good sign." But you know, it, it I'm sure yeah. it felt good to, to get that kind of a, um, a compliment from someone. And so these people, you know, a love bomber, a, a narcissist in love bombing, they use these, you know, these grand gestures and these, you know, great, you know, sometimes they, you know, the Bible talks about people that speak, you know, speak with their fingers and, and it's not talking about using gestures in general, but, you know, people that use grand gestures and just know how to manipulate you know, it says an, an evil man teaches with his fingers and uh, these people that know how to, you know, use these grand, you know, grand, uh, you know, movements that that get you. I mean, I was one time uh, meeting someone to buy something and I I was buying a new MacBook. Cable and the, this narcissist guy who was taking and ripping people off one after another, I, I believe. I brought my own cable and I said, This doesn't work. Let me hold it up to yours and make sure it's the same type. Well, he took both of them in his hands and he did a quick switch. He did a wild gesture and it became I, I just lost track of which was, which I ended up paying the guy 15 or $20 and left with my own cable and it didn't work, but he was so creepy with his smiles and his, you know, glad handing tactics that I was glad yeah, not to go yeah. back. And I, I, I figured I paid 20 bucks for the lesson, but yeah. you know, there, there are guys that if you can escape with the, um, you know, with your sanity it's good, but man, there's people that I'm sure go through a deep valley in their life where they want to believe this guy's sincere. They want to believe, yeah, he's treating other people terrible, but it's because I'm so special. I really am so special. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's just the reality that if someone talks bad about someone else in your presence, that means when you're not in their presence, there's a good chance that you are a piece of junk. Too. You're, the,
1: you're the prey. Yeah, you're yeah. you're next on the list. And uh, folks, the greatest example I can close with today, boy, these things go fast. But uh, uh, So for years, I worked for a long-term pastor. I was running a missions agency up in Virginia and was godly, caring. He was the type of guy who would give you a compliment, and he meant it. It wasn't a love bombing thing. It wasn't one after another. It wasn't on our Facebook page. You'd bring into his, your office and say, Tug, he, God is really using your brother, and, and uh, it's wonderful. And then years later, you know, uh, he was replaced by a guy that I helped pick out who would love bomb me incessantly oh you're doing this you're doing that and then stab me in the back and uh even as far as when i resigned from the organization and so folks i have great uh uh the great ability to know exactly what you're going through uh that you know deals were made we were going to send out a letter together i was just trying to leave and and do the right thing towards you folks who are hurting with PTSD and everything. And we decided with other people listening, even recorded it, that we would send a letter together. We would do some things. And then he just flippantly laughed and sent out a letter and sent me an email saying, I sent it out. And, uh, and then, you know, as the board members came in who were part of this organization, you know, cried crocodile tears and said, I messed up, you know, and never seeking forgiveness, even recruited a guy who was fired from a missions agency that I helped get into ours. He was fired after coming back from Germany as a missionary, and I helped him and helped this guy and got this guy to lie. Because this guy he he does not know truth. He, if he thinks something, that's what a narcissist looks like. If they think something, they rewrite history to look like the victim. And and so, folks, I say all that. I know we're wrapping up a word narcissism and love bombing, and certainly you're catching Kevin and I as being people have been vulnerable and hurt by this, and yeah. and some of you have been. So I would say this to you: these guys will rewrite history. They'll make it look like you said so. Yeah. I I. I recorded two phone calls. The one with the pastor, I recorded a Zoom thing. And then I recorded a phone call with a guy who came forward and said, Doug said, if I don't do this. Now, folks, I have the recorded phone call. And these guys will never fix it because they rewrite history to be the victim in these things. Our narcissists will hurt you. They will ruin your life. And if you look at their families closely, their families are messed up too. I guarantee you that. And uh, I've seen that. And, and so if you're going through this, listen, you're not alone. Uh, God's word can help you, um, uh- and uh, we, we know about these hirelings. We, we, we know about these people who aren't shepherds. We know these people who deceive you with vain words. Uh, but we know that the wrath of God is coming, according over there in Ephesians. So hang in there. We love you. We're going to do a lot more. So tomorrow we're going to be talking about devaluation and other things that come after the love bombing. We sure do think you guys are great, and uh, we hope you enjoyed this broadcast. May God bless you. Thank you.